Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas. You're my Shaka Hisop here. Big storm in there at the moment, Shaka. Yeah, there is, Dan. You surviving okay? I'm surviving quite well, thank you. My trash can blew over. Wow. The real one. Yeah, that is a dilemma. Denise had to yeah. go out and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> we also walk into the show. Uh, Frank LaBeouf joins on, us. As does Nadim Anua. Nadim, thank you for making such a, an effort to make your background so festive as always. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. I need people to know this is how festive I am. And yeah, nothing more needs to be said, Dan. Isn't that right? Well, Oh, it's a bit grinchy. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it from Yes, exactly. Frank, how are you? You excited about the festivities that are coming up? Uh, yes, yeah, definitely. You know, um, family's coming over and uh, the in-laws as well. So we're going to enjoy. Yeah, it's, uh, I love right. Christmas. I love that time. You know, I like the decoration and everything. I did the the tree last week with my wife. It's fantastic. Ah, why are the in laws not included as family? <laughs> Read a question. Here so, we go then. No. Boxing Day fixtures coming up, and oh, I can't wait. Here they are in all their glory. Uh, Brentford against Spurs. Southampton, Brighton, Leicester, Newcastle, Palace, Fulham, Everton, Wolves. Aston Villa, Liverpool, Arsenal against West Ham. All those ties are on Monday. On Wednesday, it's Leeds against City. A couple of games on Tuesday. Chelsea against Bournemouth and Manchester United against Nottingham Forest. Interesting stuff from Ten Hag about Lissandro Martinez going into this game. I can't answer that question now. He's still celebrating in Argentina, hey? in Buenos Aires. Hey? He's still he's, he's, uh, on a touring car, hey? going around in Buenos Aires. So, uh, yeah, and I can understand that it's emotionally or emotional, very loaded when you um, achieve this, uh, when you, you get the World Cup into your country. Hey? Is yeah, magnificent. It's, uh, it's the highest what you can achieve. Huh? But uh, also, Licia Martinez has to accept huh? on the 27th, the Premier League will go on. <laughs> interesting, interesting stuff there. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Frank? <laughs> oh my God, because I have to laugh about it. The guy just became champion of the world. And the question is, well, he understand that he has to play very soon. Yes, yeah, forget about it. You know, leave him alone. Because if you want 100% players, you know, with all the, you know, the, the thing in his head, you know, don't play him. Don't play anybody. We're going to talk about all of the clubs, you know, want to bring them, bring those, some players back. But especially the Argentinian, who achieved something fantastic. And I've been through that. When you won the World Cup, you wonder why you keep on working uh, as a football player because you touched the early grade. So it takes a little time to come back to earth and then to start playing again and to be effective again. So if you want your players to be 100%, Mr. Ten Hag, I just want to tell you, forget about Mr. Martinez. He's not there. And it's absolutely normal. 
for how long, Frank? Would you say? Obviously, it depends on the individual, but you take a look at it, and he wants him back, obviously, next week, ready to play Forest. Uh, it really depends on the player. You have to talk to them. Some players want to go back, but even if they're not ready, I think you, you need to digest a title like that. It's, it's incredible. Uh, ask any players if they win the Premier League, if they want to play three days after uh, a game against, I don't know, Brentford, or with all due respect, you know, Brighton or whatever, whoever it can be. I mean, they're not there. They just want the title. They just want something big. And uh, anybody uh, would be overwhelmed by that and uh, not ready for, for, for a Premier League game. It's impossible. But on the other hand, Nadem, if I'm United, I'm saying, but wait a minute, I'm the one paying you all these big wages. We're <laughs> the ones that are employing you. We want you to come back. Yeah, there is that, and money does matter, but there is a sort of emotional element to this, and I think Ten Hag did describe it well by saying, you know, this is the highest achievement that you can have. And, you know, for, for Martinez, it's not like he's hiding what he's up to. Like, everybody can see they're having a great time <laughs> in Buenos Aires. So with, with that, so with that being said, you know, they will want him back, but just think of it this way. For them to be playing on Monday or Tuesday, whenever it is they play, they kind of need to be back now. You'd want to see a play, see what their fitness levels are like, see if they can be integrated into the team to get ready for the next game. So I think in fairness, you know, Ten Hag is saying, you know, the game is here, the Premier League does go on, but not necessarily to the point whereby he has to be there. I think it's just an acknowledgement that the season isn't over because if he's going to name this game United have against Forest, well, he could have also named the game they had against Burnley. You know, that did happen as well. This was three, four mm -hmm. days ago. So I think in the grand scheme of things for me, I think he understands the emotional element. And I'm sure Martinez will be back next week, but I'd be very surprised if he was playing against Nottingham Forest. And, you know, what I want to see from him when he arrives back in Manchester is just that medal around his neck so that everybody can, you know, know for real, yeah. like, I am the man. Thank you very much. Please let me do what I do. It, it's and, interesting. And, and, oh, go on, go on, Frank. Sorry, on top of it, you know, you, you have the, the climate, you know, you have to understand it's summer in Argentina, so the weather is completely different. You come back to Manchester, you know, where it's very cold. And oh, and you, oh, you, you, oh, Frank, you, do, whoa, it's nice well, and warm here. Yeah, what well, do you mean? Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. I live, we saw I that live in Paris, it's Etienne. cold also. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, it's fantastic. So let's say it's, uh, it's, it's okay weather, you know, but we are in Argentina, uh, you know, uh, enjoying, partying and everything. And somebody say, well, you have to come back to Manchester because we have a game against Nottingham Forest. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> of course. But uh, no, no, it, it, it's not reasonable, you know. Everybody, uh, yes, of course, he's paid by Manchester United, but you want a 100%, you know, efficient player. So you have to be reasonable and accept the fact that He's not going to be ready. Messi, and all, Paris Saint-Germain said, just come back after, I think, New Year's Eve. We don't want right. to see you before. They have a game against Strasbourg, yeah. but who cares? Hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's it. Way to up the French League. Uh, Shaka, what's interesting is that I read that quote, <laughs> and it's the first time I've seen Ten Hag, uh, it's the first time I've seen it live from the mm. press. And it's complete. He knows. He knows. He knows. And in all honesty, I, I don't think you... Factor Lissandra Martinez into your plans until at the very least into the new year. Right. Even if, just given the fact that Argentina goes all the way to the final, those players... He didn't play that much, though. Yes, but still. But he's a part of that squad. He's training every day. He didn't have any downtime as others, other than France, France, Argentina, uh, Croatia, Morocco do. Just to kind of, just to put the tournament behind you. Add to the fact that Argentina win, add to the fact that he 
Lissandra Martinez, like everybody in that Argent, like everybody in Argentina, to be honest, probably needs a little bit of a drying out period, shall we? Shall we call it? Um, and and you you don't think that that he's going to be back and ready to play in in the level that you want? But to that point about protecting the club's interests. I think Ten Hag, again, is, is taking, is making all the right noises. Yeah. So this is one where you go in front of the press and you say, Lissandra Martinez has to be back tomorrow or the club are going to handle this internally and make all those kinds of noises. And then when Lissandra Martinez returns, he's just a little nod and a wink and say, you know, just make sure you're all right. Get yourself together. We'll figure it out until, until you're right. And... Nobody's the wiser. And, and I think that's, that's good man management. And that's what Ten Hag is showing here. Frank, seeing the likes of Martinez celebrating, the, the, the numbers have just been colossal, obviously, that have lined the streets to celebrate with them. Does it kind of bring back memories of 98? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like you don't touch the floor anymore, you know. People, you know... Talking to you, being like that, you know, in a, and you are in the in the high the high bus, you know, and you see all those people just partying, enjoying, uh, and uh, being only one, you know, that's what it is. And uh, and uh, yeah, every day, you know, in my life, uh, I will remember that moment where I, we discovered in Champs Elysees more than a million people uh, wow. down the street, and you say, wow, I think we did something big because you are. You, you play your tournament. Yeah, we were in France. We watched TVs, but we couldn't realize, you know, there was a party the night of where we won. But we went back to the place where we, we used to stay with the families. And it's only the day after when we arrived in Champs-Élysées and we saw that more than a million people and we couldn't move and we saw the... The police, the protection, you know, uh, uh, having some weaknesses to, uh, to, uh, to cope with the situation. And we had to stop, you know, halfway. We couldn't go through to the Arc, to the Arc de Triomphe because people were getting mad. And uh, that, was a, that was great. I mean, that was a fantastic atmosphere. And I understand, you know, the Argentine population enjoying it and the players, of course, enjoying it. It's, it's only fair. It's only fair. It's, 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 it's great pride, you know, for the country. Well, what's interesting, Frank, you mentioned it. Like, if you look at Olympic gold medals, a lot of them, medalists, a lot of them struggle afterwards, don't they? Because it's been their whole life. It's been about focusing to win. They've done it now. And they're like, well, what do we do now? Psychologically, how long did it take you to kind of get used to the fact you're a World Cup winner but still have to go back to work? Well, you don't realise really realize that you're a World Cup winner. I mean, you know what you've done and you, you accept the fact you're a World Cup winner and you will have to uh, defend that in a way that you have to, you will have to perform. But it's only the first game that we played in the Premier League and I think it was like maybe a month after where I, I felt that I wasn't ready for that, that we'd been smashed by Diane Dublin in the first half with, uh, with Marcel Desailly and we've, I think we've been losing 2-0 and one mistake from me, one mistake from Marcel. Then we realized, OK, we have to switch on at some point and right. to make sure that we're going to serve the club uh, which pays us, you know, every, every month. So, so suddenly you go back, uh, say, you have to be slapped in the face and go back on to earth and, uh, and say, OK, you have to go back to the daily basis, which means working hard for the club, which, which pays you. But uh, it, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And, uh, and I know the players will have some hard time to, to go back to reality. For Manchester United, the reality is that Varane is out, Martinez is out, Nadam. This is obviously far from ideal for Ten Hag. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, if it was going to be a player from their team that would win the World Cup, you probably would have been hoping it wasn't a defender. But then as we saw in the game in midweek, you've seen Casemiro playing back there. And, you know, he did fine. But I think the threat this week this week will be different to say what actually Barnes was in that match itself. So you would want them to be back. You need to try and have your players back in because United, you know, they're in reasonably good form before the break and they're probably there's an expectation, as is probably the case with everybody in the league, that they can do better in this final two-thirds of the season. So to have him missing, you know, it's, it's a weird one when personal reasons are recovering from winning a World Cup. You know, this, world, this timing of this World Cup is just so interesting. How will people react? Because we're talking now about the winners. Well, how about the French? How about the people who lost in the final? The people who, mm. say, finished third or finished fourth? You know, people who lost in a quarterfinal and so on. You know, there is a lot of, like, emotional baggage that will be associated with those players at a point which they're probably not used to at all. And I think one thing to say about, say, World Cups and things that happen traditionally in the summer, that's usually signifying the end of a season. So even though, you know, they might have won or done badly or whatever, everybody's off. So what are you going to say, Frank? Now, Nedam, I, I think, I think uh, uh, in contrary, I think even when you lose a final or a semi-final, you want to go back to work because you want to forget about it. So you mm. want to put a, a, a white blank page, you know, on your book and say, OK, we lost it, uh, especially the French. Look at Mbappe. He came back three days after um, the final and uh, he wants to erase from his memory that final and what happened. And he wants some bright future. So to, in order to get the bright future, you go back to the present. And the president is training, working out, you know, playing games. And I think what's, it's what I think mainly French player wants overall. And if your manager said to you, you know, he can have two weeks off, would you say, no, you want to come back? And because you mentioned yourself about the weather, the nature of the games themselves, like, would you just want to come straight back in? Because for Mbappe, he obviously, he's in a unique position because he's Kylian Mbappe for Paris Saint-Germain. You know, he's from that country and so on. But how about the players who are going to somewhere else, which they probably don't class as home? I, I, I would... I would... I'd rather go straight after, you know, the losing the final, go back to, uh, to, uh, to the game because, because I know that if I stay 15 days without doing anything, I'm going to get depressed because I will think about that what I missed, that I couldn't become champion of the world and I get upset. If I train every day, you know, it's like, it's, it's crazy because I, I met some actors, for example, you know, who lost a, a sibling, you know, and being on stage at night because they needed to forget what they lost. And losing a final, a World Cup final, is huge. It's huge. Of course, it's not like losing somebody from the family, but it's huge. And you don't want to think about it because you know you don't, you don't sleep at night because you think about that, the mistakes that you made, you know, the, the goal you considered. Being, having a goal, going back to business, it's what you, you're made for. And you have to, uh, to digest in the other side, in the other way, uh, the loss of, the, of, your, of, of your game, of your target, and you want to write a blank page. He didn't lose in the final, but I thought you looked at Kevin De Bruyne yesterday, Nadem, and it was a completely different player than we saw at the World Cup. Clearly happy to be back. And you imagine a number of players must be like that as well after disappointment at the interna on the international stage. Yeah, I would, I would totally agree with that. And I think for, say, himself and that Belgium side, you know, they were very much underwhelming. Uh, I actually, this sounds like a bit of a humble brag, but I apologize for that. But I actually, I was doing a charity event with him recently, and we was, he was talking about the World Cup, and he was talking about how disappointed they were. They sort of had a sense that, you know, maybe their performance was coming because the team didn't really adapt as much as it did, as it should have done. 
And to add to it, the talk in the media was about how the players were fighting and so on. He said, well, that wasn't the case. So even though he would have had that disappointment in terms of losing out, I think one thing about him is he's quite realistic and he understands that they didn't deserve anything more than what they got. And for him, I think he did take some time off because City did give all their players a bit of time off after the tournament was finished. But still, they want to play football. They want to do well. And as Frank was saying there, to be honest, like you realise what the key goals are between now and the end of the season. Like Man City are in second. You know, they've not won anything, which is what they're striving to do. You know, he's gone through and played probably two bad games, but I thought he was good in the third for Belgium. And now he starts, he played in a friendly on the weekend, and then he's back. And what, what a great first game back to be, against, to be against Liverpool, to be playing at home against Liverpool in the Cup. You know, it's, it's, it's perfect. So if you can't get motivated for that and for those games going forward, then, you know, maybe you do need a lot more than just like a couple of weeks off. But yeah, he's, uh, he was spectacular. He's a fantastic player. And like I say, probably one of the best things about him is just he's quite level-headed and sensible and just wants to go out, enjoy his football, play well, do the job for the team and then, yeah, go on to the next game. How were you post-World Cup? I was great. Because <laughs> what, 2006 is when you went to MLS? Uh, yeah, I, I, left and, and, uh, I left English football to, to, to go to MLS. Just interestingly, as Frank was talking about, you know, when you win the World Cup and when you lose, you want to get straight back to it. All Trinidad Bigo did was qualify. We got a point. Man, we celebrated like there was no tomorrow. Right. It was great. Yeah. We had a ball. Um, <laughs> but then, but, but, but then, yes, um, after the World Cup, I, I did, I, I came to, that, that's when I joined, joined FC Dallas, but there was a, a big gap in between that and my eventually joining FC Dallas to the point that I started preseason with West Ham. Right. Because I'd, I'd agreed and I'd signed with, with Dallas, but I had to sort out my work permit and all that, all, all that red tape um, had, had to be taken care of. So, um, post-World Cup, went back to Toronto Tobago, spent time there, came back, spent time with my family, as I say, West Ham even started pre-season and I just started with them just to right. get, get, get going because, of course, MLS is, is in full swing. Uh, the Carabao Cup draw uh, was made over the last 24 hours. I was trying to get a transition. Couldn't do it. There we go. You should have told me. <laughs> I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, all these games available on ESPN Plus. It will be United against Charlton, Saints against City, Nottingham Forest against Wolves and Newcastle against Leicester City. Uh, matches begin the week of January the 9th. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, these are the celebrations at night in Buenos Aires. <laughs> and it just... It, 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 I don't think you can grasp the number of people there. No. It's just an absolute sea of human beings lining the street, lining everywhere. And of course, Amy Martinez has been at the center of the partying. He says, I know that penalty shootouts are one of my strengths. Opponents respect me for that, and they have told me so. When I saved the first penalty in the World Cup final from Kingsley Coleman, I knew that the other boy was going to be very nervous. I tried to play him mentally by throwing the ball away, talking to him, and he missed the goal. Uh, Frank, is Emmy Martinez kind of enemy number one in France? Well, it's more about his behavior after the World Cup, not about what he did on the field. Uh, in, on the field, he did what he had to do. And, he, and, uh, and uh, you know, playing with the, the opponent when you, you have to, uh, um, and, and throwing the ball away for Chouamini to get it and, and to, to make sure that he gets a little bit fragile, it's part of the game. And uh, nobody can be resentful towards Martinez what he did on the field because he did great. And uh, I highly rate, rated him, you know, when I... Uh, since I, I saw him playing first as a substitute in Arsenal and then since he played for, for the Villains, you know, I always say that he's a great goalkeeper and maybe one of the best. It's only what he did after the World Cup. The comment, the, 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 the puppet of, uh, of Mbappe, I don't know, that, that guy lost his mind. And the trophy, what he did with his uh, with tr own trophy as the best goalkeeper, uh, what he did in front of the world, I mean, you lost your mind, man. You know, that's, uh, that's crazy. Because you are a fantastic winner. And I think Argentina deserves to win. Is deserve the, the, the title of the best goalkeeper in the world. But why do you have to do that? I mean, why do you have to do that? Enjoy. Don't talk about French people. You, you want it. We don't care. No, I never talked about the Brazilians after the World Cup. And, you know, you just enjoy your title. Don't talk about the others. The others, they have to deal with a uh, with, uh, with defeat, but they don't need you to, to do so. Craig was here. He'd say goalkeepers aren't right in the head. Well, I, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Martinez is playing right up to that stereotype. And, and listen, I, I'm with Frank. I don't have a problem with that. If that's who you are and that's, that's your game, then, then so be it. I, I spoke about uh, Martinez at the final throwing the ball away and, and too many having to go after it. And psychologically, how I, I thought that played a part. Again, I, I don't think... While you may question, I, I don't think you can honestly criticize anything Emmy Martinez did during the tournament, from beginning to end. He was simply outstanding. He was deserving of the Golden Glove. Everything about it, the psychology he employed during those, during those penalty shootouts is, is, is to be ad, ad, admired. It, it really is. But I'm with Frank here. I, I didn't quite understand the moment of silence, as he phrased it, for Mbappe, immediately after the game in the dressing room, keeping in mind we're talking about a World Cup winner himself who just scored three goals, who scored his penalty in the penalty shootout. Um, I, I, I didn't understand that. But while maybe you could dismiss that as being kind of heat to the moment, emotions getting the better of you, the Mbappe doll, even though it's a fan that threw it to him or whatever it is, but parading around with it as, as he did, this is days after the final, I, I just... I just thought smacked of a lack of, of professional respect. In this game, I, I think you have to afford your opponent a certain level 
of professional respect. And, and Emmy Martinez did not do that. In, uh, regardless and of whether, whether Mbappe scored one or none or three or fours, as I said, I, 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 I cannot respect that from Emmy Martinez at all. Come on, Frank. Yeah, on top of it, you know, I don't know why he does that because, uh, yes, he won it, but we are talking about somebody who scored four goals against him during the game, you know. You are teasing somebody who scored four goals in a World Cup final against you. So that's the only part he should, you know, make, keep it silent, you know, and show a little bit of respect about that, you know. Yes, you won the World Cup, but Mbappe won the World Cup as well. There's nothing that he's going to envy you about. You know, he lost one game, but he won the World Cup four years ago. And he scored four goals against you. So why do you pick the only one who in, in, in fight, you know, score four goals against you? I don't want to say the word, you know, what he did to you. But, you know, enjoy. Enjoy your life. And you have the, so much the right of enjoying your, your, your title because you deserve it. And you are the best goalkeeper in the world in that World Cup, for sure. But don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, it's, it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you, for, for sure. Nadam? Yeah, so interestingly, I think it was either his current goalkeeping coach or his former goalkeeping coach uh, at club level who was saying the thing with Martinez is that, you know, when he's at his best, he's very, very confident to the point where it almost brushes off his arrogance. He's mentioned that about him, and you can see that in the way that he sort of, sort of approaches those penalties, the way he'll joke around afterwards and so on, and you know, he probably, for me, made the biggest save, most important save in the whole World Cup. And it wasn't in the shootout. It was the one in the, basically the last kick of the game when someone threw for France. You know, he's such a good goalkeeper. He's in such great form. And he helped. And he, as Shaka said, he was very deserving of the Golden Glove. But it's little things like this where you look at yourself as a player, you think, would you do that? Yes or no? Most people would say no. So you respect the fact he can save penalties. But if you ever go in a penalty shootout against him, you're desperate to score against him because you want to take a bit of edge off him. You want to take a bit of shine away from him. You want to bring him down a peg. And unfortunately, I think that's going to be the sentiment that's shared amongst lots of people because he, in this moment, has almost become like a figure who you love or you hate. There's no longer really any sort of middle ground with it. And it's a shame because this isn't about his ability. It's about the way he sort of carries himself around that. The stuff with Mbappe, as Frank said, like Mbappe scored four goals against you. You know, it's not about Mbappe. It's just, you almost want to just say, celebrate what you've, what you've just achieved, as opposed to sort of pointing the finger at the opposition who didn't achieve what you have right now. And it's, it, as I say, it's a shame. He's, he's a really interesting character. I think the people that know him best know that this is kind of within his locker. This is kind of who he is. But the more you see that on the sort of wider stage and in prime time, the more people can gather an opinion of you. And should he make mistakes, which I imagine most, people's, most keepers do and everyone does at some point, before you know it, it might get harder and harder for him to be able to gain the support and the trust of the people who really want to believe in him for his ability because, you know, maybe they don't like his personality. So as a consequence, he's not as good a player anymore in their eyes. To, to, to that point, listen, I, I can already hear the Emmy Martinez apologist talking about, well, Kylian Mbappe before the tournament said the South, Ameri South American stands stood a lesser chance than the Europeans because the competition isn't as strong. And, and this was kind of Emmy Martinez's response to that in, in, in defending South, Amer South American countries. And, and I, I, I just, I, I don't think that's at all relevant. I, as much as I can hear, hear it already, anticipate what's going to be said, that is no way excuses the kind of personal... Um, 
the personal response from, from Emmy Martinez in, in this circumstance. If you wanted to answer to that, then speak from a South American perspective against a European perspective. This, uh, as again, the, the taunting, the, the, the effigy of, of, of killing Mbappe, um, it, it's just, for, for me, it, it goes beyond the professional appeal. Uh, meanwhile, for France, of course, Didier Deschamps leading the side to the final, one step short of what they achieved four years previously. Question marks about his future. Uh, how do you say his name? I won't even try, Frank. Go I'll, on, give it a go. I would have gone Noël Le Great. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. Le Great. Uh, I, le, le Great. You can say Le Great. Le Great. Oh, OK. Le great. Noël Le Great. Um, I haven't thought about the fact yep. that Didier could leave. Some journalists wasn't, uh, think, want things to change, but I'm not easily swayed with regard to that kind of thing. Didier has done a good job. He has the choice, and I think we'll come to an agreement. He's going to stay, isn't he, Frank? I think so. I think Didier wants to win the Euro. Uh, he almost did in 2016 in France, and, but uh, um, only reached the final and lost in final. So I think he wants to do something. I think he knows that uh, what he has in his hands, you know, with the future, with the players, with all the talent that he has in hands, he, he could achieve something fantastic, you know. Um, and, uh, and I think he wants to do so um, and see until the Euro what he can do. I think the time for Zidane will come up because everybody's expecting Zinedine Zidane. But I think uh, there is a time for that. And uh, I, I think the right time for, for Didier... Uh, Tuli will be after the Euro if he wins it. Uh, and the right time for Zidou to come will be after maybe a big win from Didier Deschamps to go to another era. That would be, that would be great for both of them, I think. But two years in football is a long time. Like, what's Zidane going to do with himself, Frank? Uh, oh, well, yeah, but Didier, did, did, can you imagine what he did... You know, with that team, where everybody was saying, you know, without Kante, without Pogba, without Benzema just before the World Cup, uh, Varane injured, you know, uh, what France is going to do? They were one of the favorites, but I think it's going to be very, very uh, tricky for them to, uh, to achieve something. And they almost won the World Cup. And so do you want to fire somebody who almost won the World Cup uh, with a team who at first wasn't really the team that he was expecting and everybody was expecting? So I think it's only fair to give him a chance if he wants to, to carry on. And uh, I know for Zizou, maybe two years is too long. But, you know, um, I, I would say that imagine Zizou comes now with did what Didier did. The pressure will be enormous huge on, the, on Zizou. And we want Zizou to be comfortable because we want Zizou to be successful. So we want to make sure that it's the right time uh, for the right guy. Thank you very much, Frank. Uh, just a reminder, a lot more reflections on what happened for France and indeed the rest of the sides of the World Cup on the latest edition of the Gab and Robbo podcast. <laughs> That's not what the saying says. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Cobbledale Ray draw was made today. Taking a look at some of the notable ties. Well, it, it really is all about Casareño against Real Madrid. Casareño in the fourth tier Ooh. of Spanish football. They, I think they beat Girona, didn't they, yesterday to book a place in the next round, taking on La Liga champions. Uh, Memo Ochoa then has gone from uh, Salitana from Club America on a free transfer. Of course, very much the star of the show, wasn't he? Uh, for Mexico, pulling off some big saves, including that penalty stop. It's like 37 years of age, Shaq. Oh. Uh, they'll be discussing that on the next edition of I'm sure they will. Football Americas. Uh, be sure to check that out. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is it. That brings us to the end of today's show. Short but sweet. Like me. <laughs> sure. Be sure to stay tuned. Where, 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 where are you going with this, Dad? Where are you going with this? Welcome in then to today's edition of Extra Time. Thank you as always for your questions. Shaka Hislop is here. Bit of Christmas shopping tonight. Shaka yes. Telling me. Yes. Still Santa hasn't uh, stopped by, so I've got to do fill in the blanks. Right, okay, you've got to help Many him out. Blanketers. Very good. Many a blank. Uh, Frank, you've got old children, but Nadam, you've got young children because you're much younger than Frank. Uh, they must all must be very excited about Christmas. <laughs> Christmas? What's what's that? What are we talking oh, about? Yeah. Christmas? Don't give us that rubbish. Oh, yeah. Don't they, give us yeah, that. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, Dan. Yeah, they're gonna have a good time. Yes, again. We, yeah. We've we've seen the tree. We've seen the tree, Nadem. Don't pretend. No, no such pretend. thing. No such thing. Uh, no such this, thing. Uh, 
Uh, and what's the top of their list? Because what's young children, what, what are they after, Naden? Everything. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically work from there, yeah. There's, there's a lot on the list and not a lot of that will be had, but still, you know, it's Christmas. Not, not it's a valuable life lesson. Uh, you you know? have it, exactly. you appreciate yes. it. And when will you have your mm -hmm. Christmas dinner? Because obviously in England it is at lunchtime pretty much on a Christmas day. Other, other places though, it's on Christmas Eve. Said, me? Um, yes, Nadam, you. When would I have my Christmas? Day? Well, I'm in England, so it's going to be like four, five o'clock on Sunday. Okay, is that, right. Okay, is that all right? I'm just asking. No, no, I'm just asking because people, because I imagine Frank, will you have it on Christmas Eve? Uh, we have no, no. We have a party tomorrow, twenty fourth. Uh, yes. And uh, we have a we have a lunch with all the people, like my wife's grandmother, because she can't really move, just for a light uh, lunch. But the real party is uh, tomorrow evening. Oh, fantastic. Very good. And what's your contribution cool. to the party, Frank? Uh, I did everything. I'm cooking. Oh, yeah. I did the gifts. Yeah. I, I packed the yes. gifts with my wife. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not no. cooking. I'm not cooking at all. <laughs> no, no. no. Got that's it. Just got it's like Thanksgiving. Got just turns up. Yep. yep turns up. Expects it all to be done. And then once he plays Tigna, we once yeah, somebody yeah, has to exactly. tidy up after him yeah, and all tidy that. Tidy up after him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Of course. Of course. Frank, how are the PSG crowd going to welcome Messi when he returns? I think it's going to be a bit awkward. Uh, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, knowing some uh, PSG fans and see, um, following them on the uh, social network, they're very happy for, for the guy. I think he was very low profile, you know, um, uh, since he, he, he signed for the club and had a very good season uh, this season uh, before, the, before the World Cup. So everybody's happy uh, and... Uh, and uh, and think everybody has the part of success, you know. Uh, Mbappe showed all his talent, and uh, they just pray that uh, the the relationship that they had before will stay that way. And uh, and because of the Argentine celebration and the the, the mocking of uh, of Mbappe uh, a little bit being a little bit too much, uh, hopefully doesn't stain anything in their relationship. Hmm. That's the only thing that they are worried about. To Shaka, is Martinez save in the 123rd minute of the final the most important save in the history of football? If not, what is? In my opinion, only Casillas in the final in 2010 comes close in terms of importance. In terms of the history of the World Cup, in the history of football, it's a World Cup every four years. I'm sure there's goalkeepers make saves every four years. Yes, but this save was very significant. Yeah, it was. All right. As, as, as is every save in a, in a World right. Cup final. But you were, you were talking to me, we were speaking off air about this, and you've got a slightly different take on the save. Oh, uh, well, no, no, I know. I thought the save was, was incredible, but I was sitting right behind it. And, and who's the striker again? Mbwani. Um, as, as he Kolomwani. 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 As, as he come through... I just sensed a moment of hesitation. I was sat right behind that goal. And I just sensed a moment of hesitation uh, from him. And I, I thought Martinez recognized that. that that's, you're just looking for that right. fraction of a second. Um, and, and at that point, I, I think you, you think, I've got him. And, and, and that's exactly what Martinez did. I, he realizes, I've got him. Don't, don't get me wrong, an incredible save. Yeah. And, and that's solely down to Martinez. But again, as a keeper, you're just looking for those moments to know when to make your move. Martinez timed his move perfectly well and then mm -hmm. read, the, read the shot 
I, again, in, incredibly. Who made a strange noise then when Shaq was talking? Was that you? Yeah, it was me, it was me. Yeah, it was me, uh, just because what I've just seen there, somebody who's perfected the art of the humble brag. Yes, I was at the World Cup final and I was right behind the goal. And, you know, I could see into his eyes. And I knew because of this that such and such was going to happen. All right, I get it. You went. Good for you. I had good Whatever. seats. Na- Nadem, I had really good seats, Nadem. Nadem, really how, how did you feel? You were there for the first two weeks, of course, which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but then, you know, then it went up listen, a gear. Listen, so when I was there, it was four games a day. You know what I mean? Takes, takes, yep. takes, takes, takes. And then Shaka came, it's like one game every four days. He's going out to yeah. the desert having a good time with people, you know what I mean? Yes, He's having a yeah. great time. Oh, I'll get tickets for this game, quarterfinal, semi-final, final. But you know, like I say, I, I did it for you, Shaka. And I'm really happy that you had a great time and really got a chance to experience the country and everything like that. Good for you. Good for Nadem, you. Nadem, did you, did you hear what happened at the third, fourth place playoff? No, no, please tell. Uh, a gentleman not too far away from me fell asleep at the game. In the game? This is, yeah. what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what, what? No, it's fine, Don't, let's, nothing to worry about, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's all good. Uh, we touched on this during the show, Frank. What are your memories of the victory parade in 98? Was it mostly cheese and wine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the baguette and the beret. Yeah, of course. <laughs> My God, so cliche. I would say that was mostly champagne, you know, and uh, oh, and, uh, and that's it. Yes. You know, n- nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. That was great. <laughs> for Shaka, for Shaka, for Shaka, could you have beaten Nadem in the camel race and the sand race? Surely you need some more competition. Yes, I do. Well, you, well, Jules beat you, and then you threw him down the hill. No, Jules uh, cheat. Right. I, I think I would have taken Nadam because he's exhausted. He's going to four games a day. Right, I see. Yeah. And the exhaustion uh, I'm, I'm, only going, I'm only going to the good games. Yes. Uh, so I would have been fresher than Nadam. Yeah. Uh, Nadam, of course. See, right here, my afterburners just kick in. And then, and then what's that? Right. Uh, and oh, then, that's unfair. And then, was, and then, and then, and then well, and then, yeah, let's, yeah, let's this, face it. Who doesn't enjoy this, seeing this, a French woman in front of That's where you get. I, that's where you get. <laughs> Shaka, I have get. a question. Did you did you go into a car onto a car where you have to go down the hill of the of the <laughs> sand? I did that. We were doing that every Sunday. That's amazing. Have you done that? Yeah, uh, Frank. As, as it happens, I had a lovely time in Qatar. Right. So you went in a 4x4 four four down? We went in a 4x4, four four, up and down dunes, we were all over having a wow. good yeah. We were coming right in, we were Very cool. what hanging activity, out with the locals. What yeah, activities did you do, Nathan, when you were there? Uh, I went to a lot of football, um, you know, spoke about a lot of football. Um, yeah, he was, he was good, yeah. Yeah, you well, should have gone to the dunes with him. It was great. Why did you go on the dunes or the camera? And the camera, it was great. I was literally, there was not one day off. There was not one wow. day with no games when I was there. But you know, it's whatever you need. You know what I mean? Guys have a great time. Oh. Wow. Was, oh, he looks nervous. Wow. He looks very nervous. Shaq hated the camel. That. Frank, how were you when you were riding the camels when you were in Qatar? Oh, scary, man. I did. I never did. I never did, no. I have to say. And I have to admit. No, no, because look at that. They look stupid. Chaka's <laughs> 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 well, ability to make anything. <laughs> okay. For Nadam, I imagine, since you're City TV, that it's a good feeling to see Alvarez can do it at a high level, especially considering Arsenal just lost their only top striker. 
Yeah, City TV. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Um, but <laughs> you're the one who was humble honest. bragging you were hanging out with Kevin De Bruyne yeah, in a charity, yeah, yeah. dude. So That's let's calm down. Event. It's for charity. It's for charity. That's right. the main point, my friend. But yeah, right. with Alvarez, what was so your role? What were you doing there? <laughs> Do you want to hear this full story? Because it's actually quite funny, if you want to know. You well, now you've set it up, though, Nadem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm, the, I'm, one of the trust, I'm one of the trustees for the charity, but I, I'm, I'm more involved. So there was a bunch of school kids, and I was doing lots of, like, drills with them and stuff. They were having fun, all that. But basically, all I was doing was filling time. So they knew that I'd played for City, and they didn't care. But I was doing yeah. drills, filling time. They were enjoying themselves. And then all of a sudden, two players came. One was Kevin De Bruyne, one was Cole Palmer, but they were dressed as Santa Claus. And they got involved in the drills. The kids didn't know that they were there. Didn't know it was them. It was all fine. And then as soon as they took their masks off, the kids are freaking out. One of the kids has got like a De Bruyne shirt on. They're trying to take pictures, get signed autographs. I'm just standing in the background like, yeah, cool. This is, this is fine. I'm really, I'm really glad you guys are having a great time. This is my role here so as a trustee of the charity. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, that's that brilliant. was my experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you, glad you enjoyed cool. that. Very yeah. cool, Nadim. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. For Frank, what do you expect from Chelsea and Potter? Will we see a new look Chelsea or the same old boring football with no intentions of scoring or winning games? Uh, as hopefully it's going to be a, a, a new start, like we say, for Chelsea. I don't know if uh, the club's going to hire somebody if, um, and, uh, and see how it works, but I think the season will be a for me, a, a blank season, and um, and I want to give Mr. Potter more time, you know, to settle down and to achieve something with Chelsea, to show us, you know, what he can do um, in a different manner. Uh, I know the clubs took somebody else, Mr. Uh, Vivel from uh, RB Leipzig. Uh, so maybe it's a turn of event, you know, for Chelsea. We used to get some stars. Maybe they're going to get some players, you know, who are the future of football. So it's going to be a different way of thinking it. Uh, uh, I'm not expecting too much until the end of the season. I'm already looking forward to seeing the club, you know, in, uh, in August uh, next season. So just forget this season? Yes. Yes, because, because oh, well, right. you know, what we see so far, what we've seen so far, it's not something we want to see for Chelsea. They're not going to win the Premier League. Uh, they're out of uh, the uh, Carabao Cup. I don't know for the. You can't just say forget the rest of the season. What we? You can't just say forget the rest of the season. Let's say it done. Let, let's, tr let's try to finish in the in the first four, even if I doubt about it, and uh, let's see how it works next season. But well, you know, you, you have to be a dreamer or completely a blind fan, a blind fan. Sorry to expect something good from Chelsea this season, you know, seeing what we what you see, watching every game week in, week out, you know, we, I mean, so far, there is no hope whatsoever. Show me oh. the opposite and I will start believing it, but so far, no, oh. I don't want to, I'm Frank, expecting something I always had season. you as a dreamer, Frank. No, you, you've got Frank all <laughs> sad now. Me? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I was a dreamer about Denmark, but that's it, you know, and I oh, shut down the That was a dream. Oh, what that a wonderful dream. A dream. Yeah. Right then, Shank, uh, good yeah. luck with this. Okay, where'd you go? Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, good start, start bench finish? Okay. Because we agreed yesterday that you weren't asking me any more questions about that certain number 10. Well, he is featured in this okay. section. Okay, alright. Start. Bench or drop at the moment? Right now. Right now. Mm. Mbappe, mm -hmm. Messi, Haaland. Oh, goodness me. Ooh. That's not fair. <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, jeez. Start Messi, bench Mbappe, drop Haaland. Would you concur, Nadem, with your City TV ways? Oh, no. I, it's, there's only one player. It has to be Haaland, obviously. Duh. No. Uh, In all seriousness, oh. Mess, I'm with Shaka. Like, I love, I love Haaland, but... You know, Messi's my favorite player of all time, and he's just won a World Cup. This is this is like brilliant Messi. So he goes in there, I think Mbappe goes in second because he's just got a hat-trick in the World Cup final. And yeah, Haaland only scored one against Liverpool. So yeah, I think that ranking team's fair right now. Frank LeBeouf. Yeah, I will go with the guys because I don't want to make stories about that, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Messi deserves to... Uh, to play because he won the World Cup, and uh, as uh, Nadam said, uh, Mbappe scores three goals, you know. So, and uh, we didn't oh. see Alan for months. We saw him yesterday scoring a goal. So sorry, but uh, yeah, he, he has to be dropped. <laughs> that was tough. That was a tough. One. Good question. Uh, for Nadam, is Christian Romero a top three centre back in the Premier League? Was it producer Mike that sent this question in? Because it sounds very Spursy to me. Uh, well, yes, he's very Spursy. Romero... trying to crow my Spurs. We got a yeah, quote from Conte like, that I dropped. You yeah. know, lots of things. Like, <laughs> I, I think Romero impressed me, impressed me with the way he played in the World Cup. And I've seen him at times for Spurs that they're a far better side when he's in there than when he's out. But I don't think he's top three right now, but maybe has the potential if he sticks around. But yeah, he's um, obviously his World Cup winner or whatever. So yeah, he's, he's clearly not struggling. It's a fair play to him, but for me, he's not quite in my top three. Shaka, first, thank you so much for allowing me to take a picture with you in Qatar at 1.30 in the morning. I have a question, wow. though. How can such a nice person like you deal with Dan and Craig on a daily basis? <laughs> wait, 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 don't put, me, don't put me and Craig in the same box. They are very different boxes. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that if the shoe fits. Oh no! Oh, if the, if no the my, box shoe, fits, my shoe doesn't fit in that box. If the box fits, no, then no, no. Who am I to that's question not, the box? That's not fair. What was the question, Dan? It wasn't really. It's just how nice you are, basically. Well, it's not really even a question. Well done. Thank you very much. There you go. We all have. We all have our crest crossed the beer, Ahmad. Were you, were you recognised more at the World Cup because you were the mayor of Newcastle, because you were given the freedom of the city, because of your doctorates, because of your horrible messy takes? Yeah, the, the messy, messy takes. Messy takes, yes. I thought, mate, yeah, being, yes. being at the top of the list. <laughs> and, he, and he's changed of mind, and, and he switched his change of mind. I don't know what you're talking about, Frank. I don't know what you're talking about. Saying that was... I don't know what you're talking about, Frank. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I will say, though, I will right. say, though, as far as my, uh, as far as my messy recognition, Despite all the hate on social media and that, people in person, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, social media is not real life. No, it's not real it? life. It's not real life. And, and, and people, the Argentina fans who I interacted with uh, around that, were, it, was, it, was, it was fun. Oh, was good. Fun. I can, I enjoyed I'm glad you had a nice time, Nadem. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. It's great to know, Shaq. I'm, I'm so between happy that, for you, Shaq. Yeah, <laughs> between that and going to the Jews, it was great. Did you go to the World Cup? Yeah. Fight? Yeah, oh, I had really? great seats. Did you? Good seats. My seats were right behind <laughs> where he <laughs> would always was. Okay. Uh, yes. In, in that, so I saw, six, I saw five of the goals were right there in front of me. Where did you me. watch the final, Nathan? Uh It was at my <laughs> uh, sister-in-law's. Uh, <laughs> it was on my sister-in-law's house on a stream, which was two minutes behind the game itself. Brilliant. I, I, yeah. So yeah, it's great. Oh, you could have FaceTime me, Nathan. You could have FaceTime me. I, I had great seats. Could have given him update. <laughs> 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 Final question. No, no. Okay. Be honest. 
Who still hasn't finished their Christmas shopping yet? Will any of you be in trouble with the missus Christmas morning? I will be, but probably not presents or something else. Uh, Frank? <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm very good on that. You know, I always, uh, I already did my uh, all my gifts, and especially for my wife. You know, like uh, uh, almost three weeks ago. So yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. I just have to pack them. I have to do it tomorrow. But I'm and, and I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the cake. You know, tomorrow afternoon to help her out. I'm the perfect wow. husband right now. So far. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, she's so lucky to be married to such a humble gentleman. Oh, that's all, that's it, all it, she needs, right? Uh, yeah. Frank is a good um, gift giver, actually. Is he? When he's come to my house, he's actually he's given Denise a lot of gifts. Nothing for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, Nathan, I feel like there's something. Oh, uh, <laughs> never mind. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, again, how, can, how, can, how can I follow Frank LeBeuf? You know what I mean? This has been the World Cup winner's show, and somehow I'm still here on this panel. And you talk <laughs> well, about yes. magnificent husbands. I can't do that. So, yeah, just... Frank, more power yep. to you. As long as if you see me after Christmas, just know I did all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, worried. I'm worried there's an edge to the Christmas <laughs> in your household. Yeah, uh, Shaka, you've got the whole family back, yeah? Yeah. Well, my eldest daughter should be coming in tonight. Her right. Christmas okay. This morning. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm off to the mall. Not to do any shopping, just to kill some time. Just kill some time. I, what are you going to do? Just join the mall walkers? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I still have a little bit to do, Dan. Yes. Because, because. Did you have time for shopping in Qatar? You must have. Oh, I, I got a little bit of time, but you know, it's there's <laughs> different shops there, and so you know. And then, of course, because because I, I because I was there all the way through to the final, right? You, which oh, was the 18th. Okay. And I didn't have a big window to, to do all my oh, shopping. I say, I said, oh dear, what a hard life. You know it. If I. If I, had a, if I had an extra couple of weeks per se, right. maybe I'd have been more prepared. Yes. So, but you oh, know, it's come a, on, it's Shaka, a tough you, you, Shaka, you have, you have three days every, every uh, between games, you know, in Qatar, you know, to find yes. something for your wife, you know, instead of yeah, going to the June with the stupid camel, you know, whatever. You know, you, you have to, <laughs> have to go for the show. I thoroughly enjoy the dunes with the camel. Did you say going to the gym with the stupid camel? No, dunes. Oh, going to the dunes. dunes. Yeah, sure. I thoroughly enjoyed going to the dunes with the stupid camel. Uh, that is it. Uh, are you here tomorrow, Frank? Are you with us tomorrow? Is that it? We're done for Christmas with you? No, 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 no. I guess I'm off, you know, uh, tomorrow okay. because it's uh, at night and uh, I don't want to party, party with party. you guys. The party's tomorrow night. Yes, but we're recording earlier tomorrow, aren't we? Yeah. We're, live at, we're live at midday tomorrow. What's our time, yes. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Now, bye-bye. Nadem, Nadem, thank you very much. Take care of yourself. You're on tomorrow. You don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll be here tomorrow, Dan. No, you won't. But not here, here. No, I'll be on. You'll be on remotely, won't you? Yeah, be on. Brilliant. That's it. Me and Craig. Merry Christmas. Soon <laughs> 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 box. Merry Christmas to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God.